Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. And, and friendships naturally change, not to say that you might choose to just completely ditch your old friends, because that wouldn't be great. But sometimes people just change and people's the things that people have in common change and then people grow apart. So maybe there's a fear that that on, you know, the saboteur's part of, am I going to lose you? Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends. Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we've struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are, just real talk, because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, have you noticed that your friendships may have changed as you've lost weight? Now, I was away for the weekend, so I wasn't part of this conversation, but Candace and Ricky met and had a fantastic talk around when weight loss affects friendships. Are you ready? Let's talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Candace. And I'm Ricky. And we are missing Erin again this morning. She could not be with us, but... We are here holding down the fort and wanted to just come to you. We're a little early today, but uh, we want to make sure we make time to get to our real WW talk or not real WW talk, but our <laughs> WW meeting that yep. starts at 830. So Ricky, how was your week? I had a good week. I don't know that it was 100% due to like I did everything perfectly and I deserve being down. Um, <laughs> but I think I, I took steps Toward, towards um, making, you know, better choices, choices I was happy with, did a lot of activity. I was also a little bit bloated last week. So I think, you know, the scale was kind to me. I usually see that pattern. If I have that time of the month, uh, one weekend, then the next weekend, I see it a good little sizable down um, number on the scale. So I was happy with that. And I just want to continue the the progress, continue the workout challenge that I've been doing. Um, And yeah, that's the plan. How about you though? How was your week? Well, it was good, but I wanted to just point on point out one thing because last week you were kind of a little dejected about your 0.4 loss. So now I'm assuming you had a bigger loss and it just shows the consistency. So I'm proud that you didn't, I'm really big on us not self-sabotaging after we yeah. get a weigh-in that we don't want because that has been 
I know my pattern and you and I have been mm-hmm. friends for a while. And I know that that's been a pattern for you too. So mm-hmm. you deserve, if I had a Bravo star, I don't. <laughs> Here, I I'll use my little, my little stress ball. <laughs> oh, Bravo star. You <laughs> need to give it a name. Oh my gosh. So cute. But yeah, but you know, that to me is a major thing. So I hope that you pause and like really celebrate the fact that you didn't like keep a, a spiral, you know, mm-hmm. going. So yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. For me, though, I had a game this week um, Mm -hmm. and had a lot of emotional things going on. I don't Mm -hmm. really deal with change well and like anticipatory change, like things that haven't even changed yet. But I'm like thinking about Mm -hmm. the world. I'm always like preparing for the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. Like I've never. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying I never prepare like. And, and excited in a positive way. I'm always thinking the sky is going to fall mm-hmm. or that whatever change is coming is going to be this big negative thing. And then mm-hmm. it really enforces negative behaviors in terms of my eating. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking and pondering why I do that. But that's mm-hmm. what I did this week. Well, th- that's definitely challenging. And I, I think I can relate. Like we've talked about before, I think you and I are very similar in our thought process. And I want to say this was something that was talked about in sociology or one of my classes in college, but I I feel like it definitely is a a real thing, um, a protective mechanism. So if you're imagining that things are going to be 10 times worse than they are when they actually happen, they're not as bad because you've already kind of pre-rehearsed the really terrible thing in your head. But I don't know if that's healthy, you know, because like you were saying, you're, it hasn't even happened yet. And you're already way down the road. Like, this is terrible. This, this is not what I expected. This is stressful. And you're, you're not there yet. And not only am I not there, but then I react with mm-hmm. like eating, mm-hmm. thinking like reacting as if the negative has already happened. And then when it doesn't happen, I'm like, oh, well, well, that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And and so I think that's a really big part of my journey that I have to, to work on because mm-hmm. I don't think that I have enough um, historical data to show mm-hmm. that it never really is ever as bad as I think it's going to be. Never, mm-hmm. never, never. I, I think that works on the flip side too when we you know, have a way and we're not happy about like we we're talking about. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not successful. It's like, no, right now in this moment, I didn't have a way and I wanted. That doesn't mean that a year from now, I'm not going to be in a better place as far as like a significant amount of weight loss. But I think so many times I feel like I do this. This is why I've been in this pattern for so long that I'm, you know, working to break is that I think I'll, right now I'm not successful I didn't have a good week, quote unquote. So that means a year from now, I'm not going to be successful. Or that means, you know, like I, I already have that like negative self-talk making me feel like I'm not going to be successful in the future. And why are we so extremist with our thoughts? It's not just like I had a bad week. It's like for the rest of the year, I am a failure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like yeah. I spoke that the rest of this year is going to be horrible because I had one way mm-hmm. in that wasn't what I wanted, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's another thing I'm trying to do is diminish the value of the scale. Like yeah. this week, okay, it was up, but just as quickly and, you know, as it's gone up, it can go down. And so, yeah. I have a question for you. Cause, um, you you choose to weigh in 
daily, correct? I flip flop. Okay. So you, you don't do it. Cause I was, I do. And then I don't. Okay. So do you think when you do it consistently, you've seen that you, you know, it, it impacts your thinking or impacts your week in a positive or a negative way? Or do you, what do you find with those patterns? You know, it's funny. I think that I have grown. I think before, Mm -hmm. if you had asked me a few years ago, I would say that I was the, the daily weighing was really affecting me. Mm. Now, I don't think as much like seeing the scale go up today. I don't know if I was so affected. Mm-hmm. It was more I, I'm getting to that point where it's about just data. Like, OK, mm-hmm. I know as quickly as it goes up, it can go back down. Mm-hmm. But it's still jarring. I have to, I, you know, we always want the scale to go down because that's like our journey. Like, that's what we're doing here. So I, I. I'm about 50% there in terms of it not, of it a, of a just being data and not, and actually being something that I'm trying to control, mm-hmm. whether it be by over or under eating. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want the scale to be the only indicator because one of the things I've also been doing is exercising a lot. Yeah. I've been on my bike. Yes. I love my Peloton. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I do love the Peloton and I got a really good workout, but I've also been doing some strength training and here we go again. Mm -hmm. Strength training can possibly also affect the scale. Yeah. And not because strength training is bad, but because Mm -hmm. it's just the way that your body reacts. Sometimes it can Mm -hmm. retain water. And I know that the scale can't be the only measure of success. And we say it every single week, but Mm -hmm. it's true. But the first thing we say is how much did you lose this week? (laughs) Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. And yeah, and I think we we also, I don't know if you're like me in this, I don't want to get the measuring tape out. I don't want to, it's like, you know, it's not that hard. Just reminds me of a meme I saw in in one of the, I think it was in in the Peloton Facebook group for um, for ladies of color, but there was one, a a meme of this woman who was like lying on a couch, tired. And it was like me after I've hung up two t-shirts. And it's like, I feel like sometimes we have such exhausting days that the things that are the easiest to do, we build up in our head of like, oh my gosh, I just don't want to hang up those clothes. I just don't, I'm tired. I think the same thing happens with measuring. I I make excuses for not doing it Mm -hmm. and then I don't do it, but stepping on the scale is so much easier. I have to treat myself like a five-year-old sometimes with things. Like I literally will say, Candace, it is time for you to just go ahead and get up and do Fold the clothes, Mm -hmm. take out the measuring tape, put it around your arm, write down the number. I mean, it's an internal thing that I do Mm -hmm. where I have a temper tantrum like a two-year-old. I don't want (laughs) to, I don't feel like it. This Mm -hmm. is so hard. But like you said, it's getting getting a piece of tape. Mm -hmm. And I even have the one and I have to find it. I found it on Amazon that you Uh can stick the the measuring tape into one side and just press a button. 
You and it closes to- around you. Like you don't even you have to like share that. Oh, I will. But it's funny because that's even easier. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't feel I like have to hold it. Too I have to hold it. And then I have to like look at the number and write it down. And uh-huh. like, who wants to do all that? You know, I think so, we're being a little dramatic. With a that. little. Little. Just a little. Yeah, just just slightly. But this is probably why we've been on this journey and why we're friends because <laughs> I think it, you know, life is more spicy when you're a bit dramatic. I mean, if yes, we probably, if we did things that weren't dramatic, maybe we'd be a goal. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's personality. Yeah, right? it's not drama, okay. it's personality. I'm gonna claim that. I'm gonna claim that. So my goal for this week, to be honest, okay. is to one, not be so extreme in terms of my thinking about where things are going without mm-hmm. any actual data and then to act on it by eating because sometimes I'm an emotional eater. So mm-hmm. I don't need to eat in response to something that hasn't even happened yet, but that I anticipate is going to be negative. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think and, that's a and, pretty cool. Yeah, because I don't even know if it's going to be negative. It could be positive. And then I ate and it wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. So... But I also wanted to talk, I had an idea, I was thinking this week about our friends and not just our friends, but people in our community. And when we are, because we, you and I both have had periods of time where we've lost significant amounts of weight Mm -hmm. and there's always people who have comments and I notice a difference sometimes in the people in my life when I start to really get traction and do the right, do the things that make me feel proud. Mm-hmm. And not everybody is proud for me. Yeah. A lot of people, unfortunately, can be a little self-sabotage, not self-sabotage, but sabotage mm-hmm. and judgmental. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, when you were, when you lost the 50 pounds, I think you said it was 50, right? Yes. Yeah. Did you ever find that you had friends or acquaintances or people in mm-hmm. your circle who were not very supportive of your efforts? Mm-hmm. And how did you handle that? Absolutely. I think just like the negative comments that people have said that have stuck with me, I think the comments and the things that that have happened that people have said that have made like or done in a, in a sabotaging way, like, you know, oh, you can eat that cupcake. Oh, you know, you're not going to do this forever. You're going to track points forever. Like those type of things, I think, have kind of stayed with me. And I think it's also reflected in my my view of that person too. I think once that has happened, I, I've been like, well, that person doesn't, you know, support me or that person doesn't believe in me or that person thinks I'm going to fail. Like, I think in the same way we were talking about of like, not even the self-fulfilling prophecy, but just that like, you know, we are overthinking things. I think I've definitely overthought comments that people have made to kind of sabotage my progress. Um, you know, when I did see my, my big loss a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and and very similar for me, I noticed that I never realized how much energy people and time people place on what I'm eating mm. or what I'm doing. So like when you go out to restaurants, it was never a big thing for me to be have to be the first person that ordered or not. But mm-hmm. I noticed that my friends who I would be around, who I think also struggled with their own issues. Mm-hmm. When I was making choices that like, I really, let's say I really wanted a salad yeah. from a place yeah. and they did not, they wanted a cheeseburger and they wanted French fries, which are not bad things to want, but like mm-hmm. in this culture, 
the thought is you get a salad, you're making a good choice. Mm-hmm. Because cheeseburger and French fries, you're not, right? Mm-hmm. That's the thought. And I would order the salad and there would be a lot of, oh, are we doing that today? Mm-hmm. Is this really what we're going to do today? Because I, are you going to spend this whole day eat, just eating, you know, are you going to let yourself have fun? Mm-hmm. And you're like, but what does my salad have to do with, you know, you can, I'm not telling you not to get the cheeseburger and fries. Exactly. I'm simply just making a choice for myself. And I found myself so that I wanted, because I was a people, I'm a people pleaser mm. and I wanted to fit in. And so I didn't want to be this outlier person who was just eating what they deemed, even though I really wanted the salad. Right. I was like, well, I mean, I guess I could get a cheeseburger. I guess I could get this. I wasn't confident enough to just say, I'm fine with my salad. Mm -hmm. Why do you have such an issue with what it is that I want to do for myself? Do whatever you want to do. Yeah. I I think sometimes I wonder if they're making an assumption themselves or building up a story in their heads themselves that me choosing a salad means that I'm judging anyone who's making a different choice. Um, And that's not what's happening. But at the same time, I can feel good about that choice while you're eating a cheeseburger. That doesn't mean I'm judging you or I think that you're bad or that you're an unhealthy person. I'm just choosing to make a healthy choice in this moment for myself. Because guess what? If you choose that cheeseburger and you get me to choose a cheeseburger, you're not going to take those calories from me for, for you know, because yeah. you or cho- made me choose it or like pressured me to choose it. I'm going to have to live with the consequences of that. So why should I feel bad? Because I am a, a self-proclaimed people pleaser too. Why? Do I negatively impact myself to make someone else feel good? Yeah. And why do we have this preoccupation with thinking that other people are thinking about us? Mm-hmm. I think my friends or the people that I'm with are thinking that I'm focused on what they're doing when really I'm really focused on, again, my salad and what mm-hmm. I want. But I also have done that, too, where if I am choosing that day to get the cheeseburger and fries and thinking mm-hmm. that people are judging me for it. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I used to be the person who would announce this is a part of my plan, you know, <laughs> it, especially if it was like my parents or somebody else. I'm like, I'm on a plan where I can have a cheeseburger and fries. Mm-hmm. It's all counted and I'm going to enjoy it. It's like before you start cutting it, I tracked this just so you know. Yeah. I just want to let you know that this, this is tracked because on <laughs> WW, you can have whatever you want because it's a lifestyle, not a diet. I had it all Oh, the script. The script was so good, too. We and they were like business cards so that we can just pass them out. It's got like, oh, this is a lifestyle, not a diet. I've tracked my food. It's like you order a me. cheesecake and you give it to the person and say, I, I know that I am overweight, but read this. I'm allowed to have this. Don't judge me. Oh, my gosh. And they're like, I wasn't judging you. You're eating. But that's my thing. Most of the time. And you do have those because that's what we're talking about. You do Mm -hmm. have those who are and who are in your plate. But it's usually because of something going on with them. Exactly. It's their issue. Mm -hmm. They're they're maybe disappointed in the fact that for their plan, they Mm -hmm. didn't need to choose that for themselves. Mm -hmm. And you making a choice is is making them feel exposed. Mm -hmm. When really that's not your goal. That's not what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to over explain. Yeah. But I, this brought up one more thing that has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about, but kind of does. But have you ever been in the drive-thru 
and it's a place you go consistently and they know your order. Okay. Or your name. Or they know your name and they finish it for you. I think we need to outlaw that. You know, we need to tell people, don't finish my order for me, even if you know. Because, like, I like this Chinese food restaurant. And she's she's like, you want shrimp, broccoli, egg, food, young sauce on the side. Thank you. Oh, wait a second. You don't know what I want, number one. Now I don't want it anymore because now you're making me feel like I order it all the time. Uh Talk about some judgment (laughs) that I don't think is necessary. I've had the same thing happen more so with them knowing my name and it's Starbucks because I have a a bit of a Starbucks addiction that I've, you know, I got a coffee, (laughs) just a little. Um, So I got a coffee machine during the pandemic because, you know, especially in the beginning, wasn't going out. Um, So it's a very nice little, you know, espresso machine. And I was like, okay, well, I don't need to go to Starbucks because at one point I was going every day before work, um, which is ridiculous because, you know, that's a lot of money. It adds up really quickly. Um, So at one point I did stop going. But then when I was going back, I, I got my order and I, I think I came in and you know how they have the mobile orders. And before I even said, hi, my name is Ricky. I'm picking up my food. The guy was like, Ricky. And he just handed it to me. I'm like, I know I recognize you because I come here. But with the part, you know, they see so many people through the day. So the point when you recognize me by name, I got to go. Yeah, <laughs> why you got to put me out there like that? Okay. Again, can we play the game? Could you just right. be like, oh, I wonder who this is for. Here you go. You'll see more of me. You'll make more money. Don't remind me that I come all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've also been known to go to a cake spot. I think I've told this story before. And uh, because I didn't want to be judged, order cakes that were congratulatory cakes for other people. (laughs) But there was no congratulations to be had. Like, congrats on the baby, but there's no baby. It's just, I'm here to pick it up. Don't judge me. (laughs) Okay. But again, we're so focused on what Mm -hmm. other people think and what other people are thinking. And I would say nine times out of 10, they're not Mm -hmm. thinking about you like that, especially if they work at the place. I think they just get into the routine. But for our friends who are thinking about us like that, I have to say that's their problem. Yes. And I I had to get there because um, I went on a cruise. This was pre-COVID, obviously. Mm. And I had lost, this is when I had lost the 50 and I was at the lowest and I got on the cruise at my lowest and they had seen that I had lost a significant amount of weight. Mm -hmm. And the people who I were, they were like, we're not going to spend this whole vacation. They started off the the topic with, they're not, we're not going to spend this whole vacation, um, you know, over exercising or, you know, you're not going to just eat fruit in this. And I, and I never understood why mm-hmm. they started it off like that because right. I was not as strong as I was now. Mm-hmm. And it really affected my decisions because I felt judged with everything that I ate. But for the first time, not judged because I was eating things that normally you'd be judged for, mm-hmm. but I felt afraid to get fruit, afraid mm-hmm. to get a salad because I didn't want it to be, oh, there goes Candace again mm-hmm. on our vacation, yeah. limiting herself. And I said, I'm fine. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm fine with my choices. I really wish and I'd it, been able to stand up there. Yeah, know? and that's too bad because it's like I, I have had the same similar things happen, but it's like you know they're a friend, but at the same time they're not in a place yeah. where they can say something supportive. Like yeah. you know, I know you're. They like, will support you in what you choose. 
whether you want to be on this vacation and enjoy what you want to enjoy food wise, or, you know, not to say you couldn't enjoy the fruit, but like the opposite of that is we'll also support you if you choose to have fruit and you choose to make, maybe if it, it's harder, a harder choice for you, we'll support you in that. Right. Um, and that's a, not to say that they're, they're not good friends, but like, that's a, a more supportive um, act of a friend than um, it sounds like what they were doing. So I'm sorry you had that experience. Yeah. And it makes me wonder now, though, because we're at a different spot in our journey. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not the same person I was then. And I wonder for you, and then I can share with me, what do you feel you would do differently now mm-hmm. if you were to have some of the experiences that you had in the past with people who were not supportive or making comments Mm -hmm. about choices that you were making that you were fine with, but they, for whatever reason, had a problem with, how do you think you, you know, what, have you found any strategy that helps you? Um, I think depending on the person, sometimes humor kind of busts it out. Like it, it, so many times in humor, it's like things are said that are actually truthful Mm-hmm. So saying, oh, are you trying to sabotage me or something? <laughs> like, are you like, because it looks like, because that, that might kind of bring a light to it, but also put some truth out there that like, I see what you're doing and mm-hmm. I, um, I'm going to bring it to the light so that it's out on the table and I can, if I need to, then second step, you're still doing it, have a conversation with you. Like, why do you keep pushing, you know, if it's a food pusher, why do you keep pushing these unhealthy foods? I've said, I'd like to make this choice. This is how you can support me as a friend by doing X, Y, Z, because I know you're my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like reminder, you're my friend, not my enemy. Yeah. I like that. Humor is a good way to kind of bridge without it being too mm-hmm. confrontational. Yeah. Um, I good like that. You. I think for me, I've, I've learned this uh, technique with the question, like, or the, the, the statement of wow, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, oh, you're not going to spend the whole cruise eating fruits and vegetables only. Wow. That's awkward. Uh-huh. <laughs> and making it where if I'm going to feel awkward, mm-hmm. I kind of want to push back a little bit on you too. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not, not asking you to, you know, to, to say anything about what I'm eating. I certainly mm-hmm. don't care what you choose, but this is something that makes me feel good. Um, and I want us all to have a great trip. I just don't really need that. You know, those, you know, that, that comment, I didn't really feel was necessary Mm -hmm. and being comfortable with saying it in the moment and not letting it fester. Cause I think sometimes the longer you let it go on or you say that it's not really that big of a deal Mm -hmm. when it really is, it's actually more hurtful to, to you. Like for me, it's more hurtful for me to pretend like I'm not, I'm not upset when Mm -hmm. I really am. So stopping it in the moment and being courageous enough to say, wow, that that felt unnecessary or that mm-hmm. felt a little judgmental. What did you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And ask me, what, can you clarify what, what is that? What exactly does that mean? And let them yeah. have to say, oh, well, no, I'm just saying that, you know, you need to have a good trip. I'm going to have a great trip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a good time. I enjoy this salad. I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe even saying this is what will happen or not will because we don't know. But this is what could happen if I, you know, make these choices every day. I could leave this starting on a trajectory back towards gaining the weight back. Yeah. Like, And maybe if we have that understanding of that's why you're making those choices that are healthier 
then mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. I just thought you, like, I realized that choosing a cheeseburger every day at, on a cruise is not something that's bringing you happiness and that choosing fruits and vegetables and healthier choices for most, you know, for to go with your meals is bringing you happiness, whereas someone else it might not because you know you're making choices that make you healthier and that help you maintain your weight loss. And more, and nothing you're doing has anything to do with me. Yes. If I choose this, I don't care what you choose for yourself. Mm-hmm. And even if I did care, take what I'm saying and still focus on yourself mm-hmm. because you don't have any bearing on my life, right. you know. And and that's where food police come in because it's a form of food policing, mm-hmm. you know. It's just mm-hmm. ironically sometimes in the with when you're choosing things that make them feel uncomfortable. It's still, it's still the food police. Oh my gosh. Are you really not again? And the same thing with exercise, not to, Mm -hmm. you know, we've been talking about it for a while, but they do the same thing with exercise. You know, Mm -hmm. you're going to go to the gym again. Yes. I'm going to the gym again because I like feeling, Mm -hmm. I like working out. Why is that a problem? You know, saying, oh, you're not going to be one of those people who does that every day or whatever. It's like, well, what is those people? What are those people? Who are those people? Why we have to put people in boxes? And why would that be a bad thing if I was, if I were? Yeah, I I am one of those people. And that's okay because you're making it a negative because Mm -hmm. of something that's going on in your life. I think you've mentioned, you know, you definitely mentioned not liking change. I can relate to that as well. And I think sometimes there's a fear that people may have of if you're changing, our friendship could change. And I think that's happened in in all kinds of stages of life, whether it be a friend gets married and a friend has family. And, you know, I think there's a fear of that the friend who's in a different situation might have that they're losing their friend. You know, are you going to be really skinny and then decide <laughs> like you were joking, Candace, you guys got to check me when I get to yeah. this weight. Cause yeah, I know you were kidding, but at the same time, it's like, there might be people who are like, well, I, I have other people I can relate to now. So I'm going to be friends with these people and, and friendships naturally change. Not to say that you might choose to just completely ditch your old friends. Cause that wouldn't be great. But sometimes people, just change and people's the things that people have in common change and then people grow apart. So maybe there's a fear that, that on, you know, the saboteurs part of, am I going to lose you? Wow. Wow. Ricky, that is such a good point. I, you know, because I think that's 100% true. Mm -hmm. I think that that probably is the root of a lot of it. It's Mm -hmm. I know us the way that we are. And especially mm-hmm. if our friendship may have been centered around food mm-hmm. or around choices brunch. and more relaxed <laughs> or brunch, I can understand that. That mm-hmm. I know. I don't know if I ever thought about it like that. That there, mm-hmm. the fear, or maybe the statements are more about trying to control because they don't want you to change because they're fearful that change means that you will go away. Yeah. Wow. I, I hadn't thought of it before now either. I was just kind of talking through it. And I think yeah. that's a reality in, in different stages in life. We we gain friends, we lose friends, we, yeah. we move forward. We That's life. And I think it can be hard to, to make those changes. But And reframing it to say your good thing, whether it be 
exercise, healthier food that you enjoy, marriage, homes, babies, whatever, if that's a good thing for you, I'm going to choose to be happy for you, not Mm -hmm. sabotage or make statements that would make you feel not proud of those things for yourself. Mm -hmm. And if that means that there's change in how we relate, we either are going to figure it out or mm-hmm. I have to be comfortable with the fact that we are changing yeah. and that change is inevitable. Goodness. That's, I think, at the, you know, that's why I feel like we will title this change because mm-hmm. change can't, it must happen. And yeah. no matter what controlling words are stated or what we do to try to self-sabotage mm-hmm. like me this week, it's <laughs> going to happen regardless. Right. Change is just going to happen. And I and think that's okay. part of, yeah, I think part of that, I mean, be talking more to the saboteur in this, but like part of that is not creating that story in your head that you're not going to be friends anymore. And just saying, if that happens, that happens. If it died, I'm going to do my part to be a friend in this moment. Yeah. And if that still happens, that we don't have things in common anymore, that's okay too. But in this moment, I am your friend. And I'm going to focus on being your friend. And I'm going to focus on supporting you in whatever those things are and not trying to make you feel bad about your change, mm-hmm. not limiting what you're doing, because that's another thing that will happen is, oh, it's not really what you're doing isn't really that great. No, mm-hmm. we can we can we can sit in the change and be comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to challenge myself for that this week, because that was mm-hmm. that's I think that's a big point that we really need to. I'm going to try to marinate on because I didn't recognize the correlation between Mm -hmm. the two. And and it helps me to understand Mm -hmm. and to not be as hurt by some of the statements and not take it personally, but Mm -hmm. realize that it's really those comments are out of fear Mm -hmm. is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I want to focus on to being in the moment with my weight loss journey. Like, I think I, I, one of my struggles is just thinking too much, like we're saying about the future, like this one choice here to have a cupcake makes me feel like I'm not successful in the future when I'm not even in the future yet. I can have that cupcake in the moment. I'm going to track it. And sometimes I may say, no, this cupcake's not worth it. Um, but when are cupcakes I, ever not worth it? Well, <laughs> if, it's from a, if it's from a certain place, you know, we, we have a, a, a local place that is like everyone loves and we've both been like every time I go there I'm so disappointed <laughs> so if it's oh, from there. <laughs> and whenever she texts me and says I want to go to this place why do we <laughs> want it when we get it we're like it was so overpriced and not worth it mm-hmm. and I love that we have a friendship where we're like I support you if you choose to go there but remember, just remember. you don't like this place don't be <laughs> <do> it <laughs> So, okay. So in terms of goals for the week, so you said that your goal again is to kind of just stay Mm -hmm. in the moment. Yeah. I don't know. I need to make that a concrete goal somehow. Um, So I'm going to make that a more concrete goal, but I think part of that is tracking and honest tracking because I can track my whole day in the morning and then have eaten something completely different by the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So um, I want to be, honest in my daily tracking. And I think part of that will be being in the moment with my choices and not projecting like one choice at the middle of the day to the rest of the day. I might as well go, you know, go wild. (laughs) Yeah. 
And I think I want to join you in that and staying in the okay. moment and staying in the moment with the choices. Yes. So it's not about, oh my gosh, what am I going to have for dinner? This is too crazy. It's mm-hmm. about what am I having for breakfast? That's it. And mm-hmm. I also would like to journal, not just journal my points, but journal my feelings. Okay. Because with so much change going on, I think I need to take some time mm-hmm. to really process where I am mentally and, mm-hmm. and to sit with those thoughts and really kind of to, to, to not let them kind of go too crazy and sometimes getting it down on paper, whether mm-hmm. it be typing it or writing it is, is important. So I wrote it down I had to find, <gasps> because I feel like I, okay, can we just stop real quick? Ricky has the best handwriting. Okay. No, not to put her on the spot, but she could, I told her she could write the dictionary to me and <laughs> it would make me happy. So Thank what you. does it say, Ricky? So it says stay, this thing is backwards. So I always move it the wrong way. Stay in the moment with mm-hmm. tracking and journal. So I, I added that to mine too, because I think that journaling part's important. Um, I want to recommit myself to, this is something that I hadn't seen in a while, which is one of, I, I made the mistake of buying two trackers in the beginning of the year, two journals, excuse me. So I had a, a planner and then this is like a, a wellness is commit 30. So I, I had kind of, you know, once we went back to school in person, I kind of, instead of having everything at my workspace at home, I, I wasn't taking things back and forth, but I'm going to commit to doing that with you and, and putting it in there and kind of writing down how I'm feeling. Cause I think, all of those pieces do really help. I agree. I agree. Well, um, we just wanted to remind you, Ricky, you were talking about the different places that people can find us. You want to tell them about that? Yeah, we've got a wonderful Instagram page where we post um, videos and different um, things that we're thinking, different things that we're trying. Um, but we also have a really great Facebook group where we just had an excellent um, community of people and our conversations just have been amazing lately. It's and really we started, nice. yeah, um, last week, Aaron kind of got the ball, ball rolling with Bravo Stars on Wednesday. So we'd love to continue that pattern just of celebrating things that we're doing. And we've been sharing little stars with each other. And it's been great to see how you guys and how we've been um, just having successes in our journey. And, and I think putting that out there is really great so we can share it and get a Bravo star that we deserve. And um, we also this week started on Tuesday doing a tracker Tuesday. So um, we'd like to continue that too. just track. If you would like to, at the end of the day, just take a screenshot of your tracker, share it. And for that extra accountability. Yeah. There's nothing like knowing that other people are going to see what you're Mm -hmm. eating, that sometimes will be that little spark that gets you back on Mm -hmm. track. So I love that we've started doing that. I need to share mine from, from, for this week and make that a goal. So, well, we are so happy that you were able to join us today. Uh, We hope that you have a wonderful week and enjoy your meeting. If you haven't gone to one this week and we will check in with you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.